0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go: Mind Pump. Mind Pump with your hosts Sal De Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. In this episode of
1: Mind
2: Motherfucker Pump, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the first forty
1: minutes, we do our introductory conversation. We start off by talking about Thrive Market and how when you save money shopping on Thrive at Thrive Market, you act, they actually will let you donate some of your savings.
2: To help other people save money and be a good person makes you
1: yeah. feel good. Now they are the largest online retailer of non-GMO organic uh, food products. They also have skincare products, hairspray, deodorant, and other things that uh, contribute to a healthy lifestyle. We are sponsored by them. If you go to ThriveMarket.com/mindpump, we got you hooked up. You're gonna get one month free membership, twenty dollars off your first three orders of forty-nine dollars or more, and free shipping. We also talked a little bit more about our Viore event and how we were serving beer, wine, and Brew Doctor kombucha. Boom. And to our delight and shock, the most popular drink there was the Brew Doctor kombucha. Yeah, We had like none
2: left. Everybody yeah. loved it.
1: Everybody was drinking that the most. Now, Brew Doctor, uh, we're kind of working with them. They are 100% raw, organic, non-GMO, gluten-free, vegan, of course, kombucha is a probiotic, Best pooch less on the market sugar than uh,
2: competitors.
1: That's right. You can find them at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, New Seasons, Kroger Sprouts. So if you drink uh, kombucha, this is the one that we recommend. We talked about uh, how I opted for Jersey Shore over Billions and Westworld. <laughs> Keto <Kido>, Guido. <laughs> Shout we, out. We talk about actions versus behaviors. Google Assistant. That was creepy. We talked about Cobra Kai. Hi-ya! Justin's learning some uh, karate moves. Oh, I love it. New we, favorite show. We talk about Seattle's new stupid head tax and how Amazon uh, is going to stop uh, making more jobs there if they don't change that. We talk about how Venezuelan money is worth less than World of Warcraft money. <laughs> yeah, that
2: was great. Sad statistic.
1: <laughs> and how Apple profited more in the first quarter of this year than Amazon has in their entire
2: existence. They have so much
1: cash. Imagine getting your ass kicked that bad. in profits. Pretty crazy. Then we get into the questions. The first question was, this person is feeling pain in their shoulder when doing overhead dumbbell extensions. Now, we talk about some correctional exercises he could do. We also mention Prime and Prime Pro, which you can find at mindpumpmedia.com. The next question was, in terms of getting lean, what's better, CrossFit or Orange Theory? Or neither. C, none of the above. (laughs) That's right. So we talk about which one we think is better in that part of this episode. And finally, the last question, how do we recommend people should measure their body fat? And what do we think is an ideal healthy body fat percentage for a woman who just wants to be fit, not a competitor? What's that body fat percentage look like? Also, this month, get the intuitive nutrition guide and the fasting guide for absolutely free. Free, no money at all, $0. Free, free, free. If you enroll in any MAPS bundle, now bundles are where we combine two or more MAPS programs and discount them at a massive rate. For example, we have something called the Super Bundle, which is a year of exercise programming all planned out. In other words, you enroll in the Super Bundle, your entire year is set up for you. You know exactly what to do every single week, what exercises, reps, sets. There's videos of us demonstrating how to
2: do the exercises correctly. It's the blueprint to success.
1: Remember, all these programs were put together by super smart experienced and handsome personal trainers definitely handsome i'm talking about us yeah. uh, again enroll in any bundle get the intuitive guide and the fasting guide for free you can find all of this at mindpumpmedia.com did you guys notice when you check out at thrive market that they let you donate a percentage of your savings cuz they'll show you at the end how much you've saved by shopping from you know with them or right, whatever right then you can donate some of that to charity Am I an asshole for wow. saying that I
3: didn't even know that? Yeah. How fucking cool is that, though? I didn't know
1: that. <sighs> that How funny is
3: it that we we, have badass can we go sp- back? We have badass <laughs> sponsors that we continue Catch to up? learn things. Yeah. After, like yeah. say, dude, did you know you could separate all the foods wow. and well, shop dude, this way? <laughs> they
1: put their money where their mouth is. Like they're really dedicated to helping like these causes and stuff like that. You know that they donate the membership if every time you buy a membership. They'll donate one to a family that is, you know, low income, so they can have well.
3: Last night, organic when we, food Last or- night when we were in the jacuzzi and you were in, uh went to bed, um, we were talking with Taylor just about the brands that we're partnering with, and you know, we really want to move out of the traditional, same old, same old health and fitness brands that everyone's talking about. But Thrive and Organify are really the exceptions to that rule. Mm. And Thrive, a lot of that is just they really are on brand for us. I mean, mm. they're aside from being health and fitness, but just the the cause, the space, they're disrupting what they're doing. They're like. like
2: humanitarians. They're like really considering like progress in society, not just like, you know, like a a place for people to buy shit so, right you know let, let's do something good and impact the world so yeah I, I love companies that are thinking that big have I, you
1: guys been able to turn on your family members to oh to everybody yeah, yeah no,
3: all my all, anybody that was a client of mine anybody that's a family family friend like everybody it's the reason why everyone uses it is because it's Dude, better the
1: prices are held it's good. better yeah. for
3: you and it's and the prices are competitive with you're kind of an asshole if you don't use them you know <laughs> yeah, if you don't at least yeah. try it's like oh I don't want I don't want to help people I don't want to Uh, Like save money. So the most resistance that I get from anybody that hasn't tried it yet is just simply going through the process of first trying to, you know, it's like we get in, we get in this like rhythm of how we do things all the time. Like, oh, on Friday nights, I go grocery shopping at Safeway every single, you know, Friday night. Mm -hmm. And so disrupting that and like meaning, oh, I got to get on my phone or get on my computer to... Upload it or search on Thrive and then go from there. And then once you do it one it's time, super easy. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. It. once you do it one time, yeah. you realize how easy it is. That yeah.
0: five minutes it takes is a giant leap. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's a isn't, big barrier. Isn't it crazy though how we are as humans yeah. though that that's that's true.
2: true though? Like
1: it's like
3: it's. Well, so we found
2: out the forum. You know, like just having people having to log in was like a huge barrier. Oh, when we tried We're to go off creatures the, of habit, yeah. you know.
1: Oh yeah, I, I tech. You know, people in the tech industry know that they know that if you, they have to give you an extra step, even if it's just a click, mm-hmm. another link, they're gonna lose like forty percent of their of their customers or engagement. Crazy, yeah, it's
3: just true from doing though. That. Yeah. But I mean, it's... Kind of how, how we're <laughs> <So> lazy ass <laughs> Americans.
2: <We're, laughs> uh, I gotta push. Oh, I'm, no, done. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I go you know three, what? It, three screens. Yeah. No, what
1: it is? Is your your expectations yeah. like start to quickly change? There yeah. was a comedian that talked about which this, I where,
3: think is qu- good and bad. Right? I think it's cool. It pushes the market.
1: Well, it shows what's going on, right? right. It shows what, what you know that our expectations are changing. But uh, there was a comedian that did this bit about how being on a plane and how the Wi-Fi didn't work and how someone on the plane was like, ah, this fucking piece of shit plane. And he's yeah. like, yeah, uh, you're on a fucking tube flying through the
2: sky at 600 <laughs> miles an hour. It's basically and, a magic uh, cart in the sky. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And I find my, myself like that too. Like we were on the plane when we were coming here and my Wi-Fi started getting spotty and I was getting real irritated and I'm like, wait a minute. Like four or five years ago, it would have been a fucking miracle to have Wi-Fi in an airplane. Oh, yeah, I know. Right. And now I'm getting pissed off that you know, it, it took me five I, extra seconds to I log on, I my did page. get annoyed by that. Silly!
3: The, I actually paid for it, and mine didn't come through on this at trip. all. Yeah, well, that's a, yeah. Come did on. that happen, to you guys? That, Not the whole
1: time.
2: This trip, yeah. it happened to me. Were
1: you were you trying to look
3: at I porn? I didn't have
2: my. Headphones. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not this okay. trip. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, typically, yeah. typically we were sitting next to an old lady. So <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I was it, in the it it middle. Be, That's the best time. Be careful. I said, yep. "Bitch!" On the way over here. That's the
1: best that. time. You ever feel? You ever feel? This actually happened to me the other day. You ever? You ever on your phone doing something and you know the person next to you Just is watching. Wa- yeah, that happened with Justin actually. Yeah. We were waiting for dinner, yeah. and I'm, <laughs> I'm scrolling through. I'm scrolling through Instagram or whatever. <laughs> Answering, <laughs> answering questions and shit, answering questions. And I, I feel like, is this guy looking at me? Uh. So I stopped scrolling and I kind of uh. just shook the screen a little bit, like neet, 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 uh. back and forth. And he starts laughing. He goes, "You, <laughs>
2: caught, me. Like, right. <laughs> you right. caught me, bro! I was totally over your shoulder, just, dude. I needed entertainment. My phone's about to die. I was just like sitting there. I'm like, I'm <laughs> gonna see what Sal's looking at. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: all funny. And, uh, it was kind of weird. So dude. I'll do that to my kids because my my son will do that to me. Where I'm, I'll be like answering a question on the forum or something like that, and he'll be sitting next to me, and he's always, and I get mad at him because I'm like." You know that's someone's privacy. Like, don't look over someone's shoulder to look and see what they're doing on the phone. Right. But he constantly does it. So what I'll do now is if I'm sending a text and I feel like he's watching me, I'll change the text and say some shit to him. Yeah. So like I'll yeah, answer I know a question. You're watching. Like when yeah like one of you guys I'll be like all right so yeah. tomorrow we'll meet at nine a.m. Domenico farted and he smells really bad. Then, <laughs> he'll be like oh, hey uh,
3: oh you got me. He'll, be like, oh, yeah.
1: oh, and he'll start laughing or some shit. Like that.
3: <laughs> that's good. You know what I'm trying to fix is because we were all business partners first and then have become I think closer friends that when we go out socially we still default to business mode and so a couple times I've caught us like all right next to each other and we're all like on our phones in like a social environment where we're like at a restaurant or something like that and I'm like oh my god this it has to look so bad from yeah. somebody else you got five guys All next to each other. Everybody's got their phone out looking down, and it's like, oh my God, we're. And, And I get it because we are working. So it's kind of, we're on a business trip. We've got all kinds of stuff to do. Like we're bo- right now we're fucking yeah. We're not
2: dating. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I can I can answer some forum <laughs> yeah, questions, Adam. Who but, cares? I, I, but I
3: but I <laughs> really though, right? I know that's
2: how we are all no, you're just right. we're no, just right. all yeah. oh, the perception of us. Right, sure exactly. Bad, but yeah. the perce- they don't people don't know. They they, don't they don't know probably think
3: we're, we're we're five friends that are showing up to a restaurant to eat together. You know when it becomes obvious to
1: me? typing it in. Yeah, you know and what happens? You know what's when it becomes hey, obvious so is when at the end Taylor will have a bunch of pictures from the trip and I'll look at the pictures and <laughs> like all the We're all well like, like half this. of them someone's like you know just on their phone or all of us are on our phone I'm like oh shit man yeah. that's why at dinner there's a couple times where either I'll say it or even one of you guys will say it we'll take our phones and be like alright no phones yeah. yeah, and let's just see what happens it's actually better yeah. I feel
3: it, like it's better It is better I mean Giving us a little bit Of a break though Like I said We, we are This is a this is a business trip For us I mean mm-hmm. the Since we've been here There's stuff for us To be working on I mean I feel behind right now There's things that we need mm-hmm. To be getting done For when we get back On Monday And we got another event Next week And so You know Nobody's on there I don't feel like The five of us Are sitting at the dinner table And people are fucking Looking at booty shots On Instagram mm-hmm. Like everybody's In their not emails anymore, in their, yeah, anymore. You know I mean? When we first started Yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> we really had to check yeah, each
3: yeah, other yeah, on the one yeah.
2: when we first started there was "Oh no, crazy. sales in the weeds you know <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you, you
1: know you guys joke yes, like that and then yeah. you guys get me in trouble because
0: come on <laughs> you, so I'll
2: throw myself yeah, under it the bus because <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: then it yeah. sounds so much worse you guys caught me
2: a few dude, times dude did
1: I overhear Taylor correctly when I came downstairs I guess when we did our event we I tune him out
2: most of the time that's me too you know what I
1: mean that's why I be clear it's I how you sure. have to
2: deal with that guy. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's yeah. The, it's, the, it's, the, it's the, in one ear out the other. It's
1: the sultry monotone voice that gets uh, zoned out. But no, hey, I was gonna. Hey. I was gonna hey girl. Hey, girl. No, I was gonna. Uh, I was gonna say when I came down, I overheard him at the event. We were giving away free beer, free wine, and then free uh, was kombucha. it kombucha doctor. Brew doctor. Brew, Brew doctor, doctor, sorry. Yeah. Brew doctor, sorry Doug. Yeah.
3: everybody. Can keep fucking this up.
1: <laughs> Brew doctor. You can't even do a commercial right. Oh, today, yeah. dude. No, 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 but listen, did I overhear Jeez. him right that that was the most popular yeah, drink? Yeah, it was. Oh, dude. it's really it good. Was so good. So people that were not my favorite. people would rather drink that than the <laughs> beer and the wine. Yeah. Well, Shine Pump fans, what do you want? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, if we were giving out weed, I'm sure they would have all taken that
3: instead. Yeah. Shout out to them though for, you know, Put sponsoring the event and hooking everybody up. I mean, everybody had unlimited drinks at this place. So you could be drinking beer, wine, or kombucha. Kombucha mm-hmm. was the most popular drink. So shout out to them for supporting us and doing that. I know they're going to be supporting us out in Tahoe again. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i not sure about when we get up to Mirror. I think we have some, something else going on at Mirror, But for, you know, this company has been really cool. And I know Taylor's been talking <laughs> back and forth with them and they're, they definitely see the value in podcasting. They love the
2: brand and what we're yeah, doing. Sort of. oh, we're talking about getting another tap, right, at the studio <laughs> potentially yeah. with them. Yeah, yeah. it would be amazing. Brew
1: Doctor's got to be the best. That's got to be the best one I think I've had so far. Yeah, yeah, for Definitely. Sure. I mean, it's... Um the effect it has on my gut. Here's the thing with kombucha. I don't know if you guys have got, noticed. This. So it has
3: some of the lowest sugar in Because some of these things are loaded full of sugar. I, that's
1: the that's yep. part of it. Uh, part and the other part is I don't know if you guys have noticed this. With you guys are not as um, sensitive as I am. But when I this drink kombucha, yeah, very true. Although lately, you glad have, you that. Although lately, yes. you
0: guys been, <laughs> we've
1: been passing the microbiome around a little. Bit. Oh, I think that's true. what's happening.
2: Very true. I don't know what you guys do in the middle of the night. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's on you guys. We do stuff to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh no.
1: It's uh. It it's it's. Really really good on my gut some kombuchas tend to bother me like some of them I'll drink and feel like they didn't really help or whatever Brew doc- the uh, doc- brew doctor has to be one of the better ones. <laughs> what he yeah, said. I keep yeah. forgetting the name. <laughs> just, if we were at the studio, we'd have. Some you know what notes, it is? Because you like, said you said Doctor Kombucha. Which... I don't know. <laughs>
3: is it, you know why? Because Doctor is on the label, so I can see the label. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I can see the label in my head. There's it, a Doctor it back to like yeah, Doctor yeah. Pepper. Yeah. You know, yes, yes, things. that's why the Doctor Pepper, yeah. Doctor Kombucha, Brew no. Doctor, Brew Doctor, Brew Doctor. Yeah, he's
2: yeah, yeah, the Brew Doctor.
3: They're like, sorry, this is the last time we're gonna do advertising with. You guys, yeah. since you can't get our name right, and you tend to plug other kombuchas while you're talking about us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: Hey, so you guys, uh, you guys, uh, you guys don't watch uh, Jersey Shore, huh? The reunion. I only saw the first episode.
2: I saw the one where Snooky lost her ring or whatever. That yeah. was like the only one. I saw. Wait, say
3: like, though. I do want to say something though because I, I, it's in my like queue, and I just haven't been around to it because, as far as like the list of priorities is. It's not the top five shows I want to get to. How (laughs) have you not watched Westworld? Yeah. How have you not watched Westworld? Or Billions. Or Billions, and you're watching Jersey Shore? You deserve to get slapped for
1: that. I have a weird relationship with uh, the Jersey Shore show. So when that show first came out... I do a little bit, too. I watched it, and I thought it was so... First off, it's terrible stereotypes of Italian people, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like, well, you know, because I grew up Italian Is it really terrible? yeah I well, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know what's you or know they just
1: being themselves dude stereotype <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? no, I'm not saying that they're acting, that's yeah. who they are, but Stereotypes, a lot of times, are based on some truth, right? They're yeah. just extreme versions of, of it. Of course. No, you're so right. as they,
3: I'm watching like – They Vinny, obviously casted these people well, with the intention of showing those extremes. The right?
1: one that – the Vinny, for example, used to crack me up because his – like when Vinny had this overbearing mom who would like cut his meat for him and oh, like, yeah, yeah. do everything for him. And that's like, that's like a true thing in my culture, like no. with the moms do everything for the son. But anyway, so I watched that all the seasons – before and my cousins would watch it and we'd all laugh about it and joke and whatever. And then the show was over and then the reunion came back. So it's just, you know, it's just like an old associate nostalgia, old, yeah, relationship. So I'm watching it and, uh, Pauly. So Vinny lost a bunch of weight and got like lean and shit. And I guess he eats a keto diet, so, so Paul, <laughs> Paulie calls him the Keto Guido. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> the Keto Guido. Every time you eat that way, I'm going to call you that now.
3: Bro. Oh my God. God. Yeah.
2: I was dying yeah. of laughter. I can't you believe mean, nobody a thought Irish of that. an Irish guy in there, uh, McVegan. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> but you're not. I know. Yeah, that's you eat
3: more. Right. That's than the one thing that that's the one thing that they did the good.
2: Line. I think that why that show did take off is all the funny nicknames
3: and the funny sayings. I mean, yeah. the T-shirt time and the cabs are here. Yeah, I mean, uh, they, they did so
2: many little. What's one the, the laundry? Was it, what's that like G- acronym? They use?
1: Jim d- Tan Laundry. That's that,
2: what it is. Yeah, Jim yeah, yeah. Tan Laundry. <laughs>
1: the <laughs> one that you DTF. That's right. Came from saying that was that was crazy. Yeah, that did. The one thing that cracked me up the most that nobody ever really talked about was that. Do you guys ever watch the episode where I don't remember where they were it happened during the world cup and during the world cup and i forgot where it was there was everybody was blowing into those long skinny plastic horns do you guys remember that Mm-mm. at the world cup and it was like yeah. and it became a thing like and people were buying these horns well on the jersey shore i forgot which season it was it might have been miami where they where they had one of these horns and you know how they used to bring <coughs> girls back to the to the to the place all the time yeah yeah and, and they would call like if there was like a group of four or five girls and there was one that was unattractive or whatever they call it the grenade yeah you guys remember right, that
2: yeah the <laughs> grenade so then
1: there was one episode where they were bringing these girls and and I don't remember I think it was Pauly was blowing on the, 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 the world cup horn yeah. and they called it the grenade whistle
2: <laughs>
1: the grenade whistle <laughs> so, every time there was an unattractive girl yeah grenade whistle they blow it yeah. I wish that caught on more
2: I thought that was so fucking hilarious yeah dude. nobody's gonna be offended by that oh it, dude it
1: it was so good, but anyway. So I got some articles here I want to bring. I've been saving these because they're a little controversial, but they're pretty cool. <laughs> we're staying on the controversial. Here trait. we go.
3: <laughs> we, we, we dropped some episodes so, on God and the religion back to back. Like, yeah, been, we've been pushing politics. Like so we decided. No, this is a, This is <laughs> we're, da- we're just daring yeah, our fans. It, well, no, us. this is
1: a good one. This is a good one because many times things appear to be a particular way, but they're actually opposite. For example, I'll give you an example. There was that one study that I bring up. I, I brought up a few times where um, I forgot what town it was or what city that made this ordinance that all restaurants had to list uh, calories next to the, the you know options Menu. on the menus, and they thought that this would help people lose weight and make better choices. And then when they did what they did, a study later on, they found that actually people chose to eat higher calorie options right, right. as a result. Which sounds counterintuitive, but then they realize what happens is people look at. Two options and they say, Oh, here's the healthier option, here's a less healthier option. It's just oh, the, like a hundred more calories. Yeah, or four three hundred more calories, and people don't really understand. They're like, oh, big deal. I'll just go with the one that I really want to eat or whatever. Right, right. So it's
3: opposite, right? Doesn't help when your treadmill say like triple of what you're really doing, too. Uh, yeah, I know. Know.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about that oh, for a second. How over bullshitted estimated are those fucking cardio machines. <laughs> way yeah, off.
3: I, I, remember, I remember clients used to get off those things and be like, Yeah, I burn 800 calories on the treadmill. Yeah, <laughs> I did 30 minutes on the elliptical. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I'm like, get the fuck <laughs> out of here, you no burn eight hundred calories on a treadmill. What
1: kind of elliptical are you doing (laughs) for 30 minutes?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uphill sprints. Yeah.
1: yeah. So a study done by Cornell and the University of Michigan found that those that were people who were highly concerned about climate change. So these are people who are like, because they did surveys and stuff. And these are people who are like, okay, I am extremely concerned about climate change. This is a big deal to me. Mm. we're less likely to engage in recycling and other eco-friendly behaviors than gloaming global warming skeptics what
3: <laughs> yes what yeah how is that even possible i'm so concerned no if
1: yeah. you, if you break, so at first it sounds like this is this doesn't make any sense but when you think about it it kind of does make a little bit of sense because the people who tend to be the more concerned crowd are the ones that advocate for
2: they feel guilty.
1: No, they 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 advocate for government regulation and government, you know, mm. policies and changes like they want the government to make laws and stuff to fix this particular problem versus trying to do something themselves. That's right. That's right. That's Ver- funny. versus wow. the global warming skeptics who also generally tend to be the more The individuals who are more pro individual action, like you know, like I, I I need to, if I, I got to do my own changes. I'm not worried about everybody. I don't need to force everybody else to do things. I'm going to do things for myself. Those are the people that tend to do, do the things that tend to be better for the environment, according to this particular study. Mm. Now, this this echoes similar studies that have been done on people who uh, on charity. So they've done studies and they found that people who advocate for the most government programs to help the poor also tend to donate the less the least amount of money <laughs> to charities and people who don't tend to donate the most. And they control that for income too. So some people say, well, some people have more less money. No, when they control for income, people who are less like pro government force or government providing these things tend to do things more on their own.
2: Yeah, they and- want dad to do it. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I think I think that kind of, that, that tends to be true, right? Like if you feel like everybody else is doing something, <clears throat> you tend to do less of it yourself. But if you feel like nobody's going to do it, yeah, you gotta get your I hands dirty. Get my hands dirty a little bit. How that's crazy it. is that? That's,
2: that's interesting, though. It is interesting.
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of like human behavior is interesting in, in, in that particular respect.
3: Right. I, I feel like it's like a guilt thing, I think but by I do too. just saying it or saying that it's important or like making a point to fight for the cause makes you feel better. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know? and so that, and that's the only thing that you're really feeling. Like you you do. You care that much about the cause or you just care about
2: acting like you care about the cause it's true right. it's true
1: because if you look at someone's behavior social
2: cred for it you know, right.
1: yeah like if you look at someone's behaviors and their actions you can tell pretty quickly if they really do care about something Right. Mm-hmm. you know if somebody really really cares then they'll change their own their own behaviors rather than just yeah, talking about actions yeah and um, it's it's also it's, it's it's more empowering when people start to do that but it's also more, like more responsibility like I could I could complain all day long about climate change and about how you know how i want to uh, how i think the, the it's important that we protect the environment but then if i need if i go and change my own lifestyle well that requires a little bit of work on my part and i think a lot of people are much more willing to speak out mm-hmm. and far less willing to do I feel the, the same, work themselves. I feel the
3: same way about like trying to help people get in shape, and like we had a question totally, asked, 100% right, yeah. asked, asked about like you know what do I do about my parents and trying to get them in shape, and or I have a, a spouse or this person who I want to get in shape, and it's like you know honestly you could sit there all day long and spin your wheels on all the things that you can do to make their life easier so they so they get in shape or by educating them to get them shape or you can be that change in their life by doing it within yourself, Mm -hmm. right? And letting them see that. And I think that's way more powerful. It's every... I mean, I remember when I first came into Katrina's family. I mean, they probably for a year or two there... Um, you know, they gave me a lot of shit, man. They gave me a lot of shit for. How Well, yeah, because I'd bring my food to fucking family events. You know, yeah. you're the new boyfriend in town and shit like that. <laughs> like, what an asshole, you know. <laughs> but but I I, I did my you best. Like my pie. I did my best not to be like that, you know, like to kind of explain why and stuff like that, and be like, no, no, I mean, I'm, it doesn't bother me. Everyone drink, do your thing, stuff like that. I just right now I have you know personal goals that I'm trying to achieve, and it's important that I eat this way, and and so, but I think. Over time, the entire family watched me transform my body, watched the way Katrina and I live our life. Now the whole family is like always trying to learn more. Every Isn't time, that weird? Every yeah. time we're around food on there, they're asking questions now. You're like, hey, would this be a better choice or should we do this? Or, you know, can we make this dish and is that healthy? Or I heard this. And like, I never had to say you know oh you shouldn't do this or oh my god you got you're going down this wrong path and you're going to be over- overweight, and you're going to get all these diseases and it's going to be this like yeah. i don't have to scare anybody or make anybody feel a certain way just i focused on myself it and-
1: requires a, a strong character to <clears throat> to be able to do that because you're going to get hit from so many different angles and from so many different people and you're going to be the one that stands out and you're going to be the one that's weird at the party or the whatever so it requires that somebody kind of is very solid and strong and confident within themselves. And uh, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think constantly preaching to people Versus being the example and just worrying about yourself, there's a big difference in, in, in effectiveness. Oh, yeah. yeah, because
3: the real people that are going to make the change are going to see that because they have to first want to. Mm-hmm. Right? You cannot force your parents or anybody else to want to get in shape. They it have to. It has to be
2: their own idea.
3: Right. And there's no better way, in my opinion, to be that visual example for them to want to ask you that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very, it's a, and it's most people will. Like if they see, and most people I feel like are, Battling inside of like, do I want to make the effort to do this or should I? And they're watching you. If you're the person that's healthy that the, or the healthiest person they know in their life, they're looking to see you fail. They're looking yeah. to see you not follow through, eat terrible, do these things, fall, well, makes... say you say you're healthy for about a six month period, and then you fall yeah. off and you're this. And they're really? like, oh, good. Told he's, you so. he's just like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, that's I'm glad I didn't listen to his bullshit when he was trying to preach to me yeah. six months ago. You, you failed too. You're just like me. It makes
1: you feel better about yourself when, when you know, you, if you have a friend and, you know, they are working really hard and you're like, come on, man, just relax. Like, who cares? Enjoy yourself. And your friend's like, no, I'm really focused on this particular goal. It makes you feel better to see that they fall off because then you feel better about yourself. If they succeed, all of a sudden, now you have to ask yourself the question like, well, shit. Yeah, maybe maybe should I was the. I be doing yeah, sure. maybe I was the one that should have done that. And you put it on them without mm. really, you know, you're not, you're not. Again, you're not. You're not pounding them with it. You're just that example. <laughs> yeah, you're modeling to get, it. I used to get clients that would tell me that would come bring their kids with them to the gym, and they'd be like, "Sal, can you tell my son why it's so bad to eat chicken <laughs> nuggets and drink soda, yeah. and whatever? Like, can you talk?" And there's like a ten year old kid, and then I would refer, go to the parent and be like. Just don't have it. Like, don't do it in the house. Like, you don't. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I'm. Gonna, I'm not going to convince your kid. Right. Yeah. They live with you. They're watching what you do. Obviously. Right. If it's like, it's like being a smoker and trying to talk your kid, tell your kid that smoking right. is bad. Don't smoke. Meanwhile, you're, you're the one that's doing it. Right. You know, it's that whole example thing. So, yeah, it definitely requires uh that le- a certain level of responsibility, and it's that individual action. I mean, again, it's and it's, this is all sounds you know silly, but if everybody. If everybody just focused on themselves and did what was best for themselves, and everything then you'd see the massive change that people. Yeah.
3: Did you see? Uh, I, I, I don't know if Justin saw it. I saw it. you sent over on the thread yesterday. The, um, the Google was it not Google? Who was it that? What company is it that is doing the, um, AI? Oh yeah. To answer the
2: calls and set you Yeah, up bro. Did you guys Google, watch that? Isn't it? Is it Google? I think it is. Okay, did you I watch? Was, that? I thought it was Google. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Yeah. I. I I was reading like uh, bro. Most of it's, what was going so on with it's it. It. Google cool. Assistant. Yeah. It's okay. cool. It's very cool. So it's Google Assistant. The people are freaking out because of how real how real it is. Yeah.
1: So th- so what you'll do is you'll tell your Google assistant, hey, uh, book me dinner at nine PM at you know, whatever restaurant. Google Assistant will call the restaurant and then they played the actual conversations between the people Yeah, who, with a
3: live a live person who's a live the
1: person program. and Google Assistant. And you can't fucking you tell distinguish you, it you can't you tell can't who's you can't tell, tell who's the who's, who's the
3: who's
2: not real oh, and
1: i mean fuck. i mean it wasn't even a straightforward conversation it was like oh um, sorry that that time is not available and then the fucking google assistant replies oh well how about these West worlds but,
2: happening bro dude it you. was
1: creepy yeah
2: it's cool. weird it's cool
1: though weird
3: right
2: that's really cool
3: I think. it is yeah. it is but it's also kind of strange i mean just imagine how much you could i mean i think for me a guy like me that really really would <laughs> help out to have this virtual assistant Every time I think about it, I put it in my calendar real quick, like, make sure this happens. Make sure this happens. And it's just – all I have to do is put the note in or whatever for them to know to (laughs) – call and set and don't can, worry Adam I got you covered oh yeah. they, they even it it's even picks up like the, the mannerisms dude or the oh, um, right. the lingo like the way that the, the way that, pauses and the
0: yes. um and yes the, it's trippy I two new books for you in your library yeah.
1: Yeah, no it talks like this like we're yes. talking oh, like just normal you can't yes. fucking tell dude right.
2: it's so weird yeah it's really yeah. cool you would be like huh. yeah,
1: Google assistant can you call my girlfriend and apologize for, you know? yeah. <laughs> I saw Justin you were watching <laughs> Make sure she's a, you yeah. were
3: watching this morning uh, the Karate Kid on YouTube yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like
2: Cobra Kai. Oh, you watched it? Yeah, bro. The You're first episode. Yeah. You know you, I didn't I don't have Oh, Google it's a Red. season. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's That's episodes. why I sent it
1: to you guys. It's So it's, a, it's it's so good. It's produced by Google Red just on uh,
2: excuse me, YouTube YouTube Red. Uh, YouTube Red. Mm-hmm. It's only
1: on YouTube Red and it's a whole series and it follows up
2: on Johnny on, and uh Now is it their Danny kids? No, well, them they older. haven't they haven't really got to the I just watched the first episode. I think Danny's an asshole now. Yeah, Danny's, yeah, he owns like um, car dealerships, and he's just like, yeah, he's a little bit of an asshole. And like, uh, they they kind of take it from Johnny's perspective of like being down and out, you know. And like, <laughs> he keeps reflecting on getting kicked in the face. And, <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny! It's like it's such that like old dry humor. And he's watching like Iron Eagle, you know. And so they add all this like old eighties feel to so it. So it's actually good, huh? It's good, man. Like it's good writing. I was like. I thought it might be like super cheesy and terrible, but like it, it's like cheesy, but like dude, dude it's like, nostalgic these, cheesy. Dude. All these platforms are getting their producing
1: own. their own stuff. Yeah. I fucking love it, dude. Is YouTube Red worth it?
2: I think. I mean, I it, it. I'm not paying for it. This is free. So how
1: did you? What is it? A trial? Yeah. Oh shit! I'm gonna do that just to watch Karate Kid.
2: Yeah, I think that they're letting it you know go as free for a while, so people kind of like so get smart. introduced to it.
1: Karate Kid has to be. <clears throat> Easily one of the most impactful movies of my youth. Oh, me, oh really? yeah, man. Easily.
0: No, yeah. me too, man. That easily. was a
2: staple. Like yep. yeah, like cuz you remember that? You remember how uncomfortable you were like trying to kind of prove yourself, like you you know, like the whole bully thing, like yeah. getting through that process like when you're a kid. Like I just remember cuz like Johnny was such like the the stereotypical perfect yeah, yeah, archetype. archetype of a bully guy, you know? But then you watch it now, like as you're older, like the old movie, and you're like totally rooting more for Johnny. Like you're like you're like, dude, Danny's such a little bitch. You know, like the whole time he's crying about he's he's not, he could have let it go, right? But no, he goes and fucks with him again. Mm. You know, pours water on him. Yeah, that like, part. Come on, dude. Yeah. Like you're just you're just stirring the bees.
1: Yeah. yeah. That, they were just trying to smoke a joint in the bathroom. Yeah, man. He's Leave just trying to alone. have a
2: little party. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: You're gonna yeah. fucking yeah. you're gonna just dump water on him.
1: Uh, no, no. Well, that, you deserve uh, to get your ass kicked, and sir. And it did And it, and it didn't. Didn't help for me that people kept telling me when I was a kid that you I looked, looked like him. Like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So of
3: course uh, I was like, chicken, oh, he yeah. looks that, like that you your son look. looks
2: like him. Yeah. Like
3: I look at your boy and I go, oh my god, he looks just yeah, like Danny that's funny. Like, for sure. My dude.
2: friend got that a lot too. My best friend uh, growing up because he, you know, he's Italian. He looked just like him too. So Did he, he would get that all the time. Like girls were like,
0: oh, he looks just like Danny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I didn't like his girlfriend and never liked his girlfriend. Are you serious? No. Oh, she was a babe. No, she was, but she was like, she was like too, like bigger than him almost. You when you see
3: together you're like oh, that well that's look what, right yeah but yes it yeah, did when twerp. i when i was that old all the girls were fucking all the girls were bigger oh, yeah. than you <laughs> she was 6th
2: like, 7th and 8th grade the chicks were bigger dude yeah. what grade is he in in that movie she was like uh what grade was he in he was in high school wasn't he yeah i think he was in high school well yeah. yeah. just bare, freshman or sophomore yeah, yeah he bare, was like yeah just like a but fresh that's what i mean really that's
3: what i mean my from sixth grade to probably sophomore year, most of the girls were our size or bigger. You know, mm-hmm. we they most, developed before us. Yeah, most yeah. boys don't sprout up till about mm-hmm. their sophomore, junior mm-hmm. year in high school. And
1: what a brilliantly written movie too. It Stood the test of time. I mean, watching uh, him yeah. do all those chores, and then you know, Mr. Miyagi's like, actually, you've been learning karate this entire time. Yeah, like, like he yeah. Huckleberry Finn his ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he strikes <like> him <laughs> real quick. <laughs> <Finn. laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> What a uh, what a brilliant movie but yeah definitely one of the one of the, my favorite movies of my youth so I'm excited to watch it. I'm going to some free it, child. Yeah. For you'll sure. love it. Dude, did you see in did you see so cuz I know we're he- we're heading up to Seattle coming up here uh, soon, right? We're going to yeah. be doing is that where the which one's in Seattle? Mir. Mirror. That's Mirror. Mirror. Yeah. Okay. Uh did, did, and do you know Amazon's headquarters up there? Mhm. Yes. Right? So Seattle and Microsoft. Seattle has to be one of the the worst cities for economic policies. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's like the Seattle, San Francisco, like all these cities that just are basically trying to destroy themselves with their idiotic economic policies. And so what Seattle is doing, cause Amazon is in the middle of building or expanding their headquarters to add, like, I don't know how many tens of thousands of employees and Amazon brings the city of Seattle. I don't know how many millions of dollars in tax revenue already and jobs, right? So Seattle passed a, a, I think it's called a head tax. So if you're a company that generates over twenty million dollars in revenue, not in profits, by the way, so there's a problem there already. Mm. If you generate over twenty million dollars in revenue, they're going to charge you. And if I'm not mistaken, the amount is something like forty-something dollars a head for people who work there. What? Yeah. So they're about to dramatically increase the amount of taxes. Well,
3: I don't. Wait, I don't understand the. You know uh, it's called a head tax. Yeah, but I don't understand the theory behind that. Just to collect more taxes and so we're going to go pay after for, we're going to go after the To billion. pay
1: for housing for homeless people is what they'll say, right? It's what they're saying. They're saying it's we need more housing for homeless people. This is how we're going to generate the revenue. We're going to uh, uh, we're going to charge a head tax. On these companies, so Amazon, and this is what happens. This is what do you think is going to happen? Right, they're, they're later. They're gonna we'll move. Go,
3: we'll, we'll go put our base somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So Amazon, Why would is, you stay there? Amazon That's
1: halted halted their construction. They're like, we're not going to keep building, and now they're trying to negotiate with the city. And so then the city's trying to paint Amazon as this evil corporation oh, of that doesn't want to help homeless people. Except, except, uh, it wasn't that long ago that Amazon actually donated a shit ton of money. And, and actually, I think, built a massive housing facility on their dime for homeless people. How fucking re- stupid. That is beyond That's stupid. Good for, good
3: for fucking Bezos, though, for fucking fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That probably lost him money even to do that. Why don't if people- you, start, you start contracts like that, and I'm sure that it, 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 they probably already started spending money in that direction, yeah. but I would do the same fucking gangster move, too. Like, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Like we That doesn't make any sense. It, it
3: doesn't make any sense whatsoever because ima- imagine how much that's going, how positive a big, huge company like Amazon coming into oh it. Oh, my God. I mean, Tremendously. I, yeah, no, I, I remember when Tesla just came up to Reno where my sister lives. Yeah,
1: why'd they do that? Because California was being a bunch of Right, dumbasses, and so yep. they go up to Reno, and now
3: you see the whole town. I mean, it brings instantly brings like three or six thousand jobs, like wow. right away like to
2: the, a town. This economy's changed, yeah, right. yeah. No dude. shit, it's so silly, it's you know?
1: ridiculous. It's a, sh- it's such a stupid mentality. One thing I think people need to understand is if you're, and of course, if you're not lying, cheating, stealing, if you're not, you don't have that cronyism where you're partnering up with politicians to. Create barriers so other people can't compete with you, whatever. Definitely not the case with Amazon. <clears throat> Definitely not the case. Amazon is a is a tech company. It's it's very very free. Uh, they dominate because they're so good, not because they've been given special treatment or because there's all these barriers that they right. you know that they've enacted uh, or put up for their their competition. You know through laws or legislation. One thing you understand is when a company or an individual becomes extremely successful in a market economy when a company generates billions of dollars, that alone is doing a massive service to society. Right. Okay? If, if you, here, here I'm going to trip people out by saying this, and, and I'll back it up. If you live in a market economy, and you're an honest person, one of the best things you could do is get rich as fuck. Literally. Because in order for you to get rich as fuck, that means you have to serve a whole bunch of other people's interests. Right. Mm-hmm. You have to create something that a lot of people want, or do something a lot of people want, or give people a service that people find valuable, more valuable than their dollars. Right. So, so that means you're already doing a massive, right. massive service. Right. So like for example, if you look at Amazon, you think, oh, evil co- corporation, what do you think would happen if we erased Amazon from existence, if they had never existed at all? How much less money would people have in their pockets for, for savings? Right. Think of the ways that they less they've,
2: jobs. Everything. Think of
1: how they revolutionized shipping. Think of how they revolutionized you know the, the how they uh, allowed small businesses to build online uh, uh, presence in online right. business. Right. Without Amazon, it was it was much more difficult to create an online business. You had to you know ship your own products. You had to store them, whatever. Now with Amazon, and sure they take a big chunk out of it, but boy, have they made it a lot easier for companies to exist online. And so I think it's just, it's insane that we tend to do this with legislation and laws. We tend to fuck these or, or just shoot ourselves in the foot. It's so stupid. It yeah. What are they going to do now, right? If Amazon said, fuck you, what are they going to do now? You know what the, 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 the chain of events that happens in, in some of these uh, societies is then, and it, w- it won't happen here, thankfully, but it's happened in other countries is first they'll say, you got to pay us this massive tax. Then the company says, we're going to leave. And then they'll say, we're going to make it illegal for you to leave. And the company say, well, we'll shut down. And then they'll say, well, we're going to, Take all your assets, then, and they'll play this fucking game. And you see this in socialist societies that start to spiral downward, like Venezuela, where, you know, now Venezuela, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, Venezuela money now is worth less than World of Warcraft money.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is that a true stat? It's, true. Uh, <laughs> it's like. You can sell your uh, World of Warcraft. I feel bad laughing because the poor people that are there, but like, oh my God, that is a fucking funny stat. You can sell your
1: World of Warcraft money. <laughs> for more, oh my
2: than, god, dude! Than, I know, wow. that's, sad, dude. that's sad. I
3: feel bad for laughing, but that's I know that's, I feel bad for laughing. That's that's, that's a great that's stat.
2: Crazy. Right? That's, that's great crazy. That's crazy. So,
1: speaking of laughing, right? On the same topic, Amazon, fucking behemoth of a company, crushing and destroying everybody, right? And everybody's like, "Oh, Amazon rules the world." Here's a stat that's gonna fucking trip you out. That's probably gonna piss off Bezos. Apple made more profit in three months. Than Amazon has generated during its entire lifetime.
2: <laughs> Are you serious?
1: Yes. Oh my god. Apple generated wow. a forty eight point three billion dollar profit during its fiscal two thousand and seventeen and made thirteen point eight billion in net income during the March two thousand eighteen quarter.
2: Still off their iPhone. While right?
1: Amazon's total net income since inception is nine point six billion. Yeah, but that's, that's a, how much money Amazon makes. <coughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Do you know Amazon has more cash than the government? You're talking about Apple. Amazon or
2: Apple. Apple, excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, Apple. Yeah, yeah it's all. Apple. Well, that's the thing. It's, They're just pure liquid cash, man.
3: Yeah, that's the difference, though. So you, have a, you have a luxury yeah. brand like Apple versus a tech bit brand or gig, right, during this whole gig explosion with Amazon. And so Amazon is like the long play, right? That's like when you look at, and that's why the book they're the four, taking over other
2: industries. The book of
3: four is a really cool yeah. read around this because Amazon is not just crushing right now, which they are. But and you compare them to Apple as far as profits, Apple looks bigger and better uh, financially, like year over year. But you're you're they're also Amazon's spending Who owns a lot. the
2: cloud, yeah, exactly. Let's just talk about that. They're
3: spending a lot of money to own a lot of real estate and have a lot of control of markets. That at any point, they're... I mean, that's the way I look at it. They're looking, yeah. they're looking more about power than they are dollar right now.
1: Yeah, which which will turn into money. Right. Yeah. But, so, but now, explain this to me because I've heard you guys say this before and I kind of understand it, but I've heard you guys say that
2: Amazon owns the cloud. So what do you mean by that? They own all they own all the servers. So the cloud still has I mean, you still have to have servers, right? It has to go somewhere. And so they own like a, the majority of like all these servers somewhere. I don't know if it's in Arizona or like some desert where um So you like know, Google and whatever uses they, they yeah, they pay for the storage basically in a sense, um, to to go through that. So like when you're when you're downloading things from the cloud, uh-huh. like it's actually going through you know, they're they're providing that service. So in other words,
1: as other uh, other tech companies grow and require more and more of this. And, and you, just Amazon can, you grows.
3: Can, they're so big at this point mm-hmm. that you can't compete with it. Like you can't, do it's like, uh, think of like somebody trying to come up and, and like compete with like cell phone towers, right? Like trying to come in and compete with some, the guys that have have the market. They have everything. They already mm-hmm. have a monopoly
2: on it. They have a monopoly uh, on the cloud. Yeah, they got all the, everybody's jacked in with Comcast already. Like, good luck. Like mm-hmm. we're trying, I really want somebody to compete though. You well, know.
1: Comcast is different because Comcast, uh, they've, they've, the only reason why they've achieved that level of domination is because there's laws that make it so hard yeah. for anybody else to try to compete. But Amazon, that's a different story. Although I will say this, the thing about technology that's pretty fucking exciting, it only takes one dr- you know, dramatic, massive shift or change in tech and the way we store things for that to be obsolete. Like if all of a sudden there's a server, let's say a quantum server – you know, gets created where you have a server the size of my phone. Now that can contain as much information as a building full of servers. Well, that's just Amazon it. becomes that. Well, that's just stuff. it.
3: Amazon is leading the way in that. Mm-hmm. They're, they're constantly uh, there's, spending. There's other. Yeah. There's other companies that are trying to come on and like have their own private cloud. And mm-hmm. even for themselves to, to host that, to run that, to manage that costs more money than it would cost them to just get with Amazon. Right. So it's like you're unless you're getting in the business of the cloud, which most people aren't, they just want to use the cloud. It doesn't even make sense to even try and compete mm-hmm. with Amazon cuz they ma- it's the same way with shipping mm-hmm. with Amazon. They flip the funnel yeah, on its head. Eat at the they at the same way they flipped the, the funnel. Long play, yeah. The same way they flip the funnel on its head with buying things online. Now explain
1: with- that for a second cuz pe- people listening need to understand that part cuz that was cr- them doing that just totally disrupted the entire internet well yeah
3: they've become they've become the go to like you see all these companies anybody who ships online uh, uses Amazon because they've made it so user friendly for both the the con- the consumer and the and, producer and the producer. It's like a it's like a no brainer. Everything from like you said before the shipping they make it so easy mm-hmm. and they make it so fast that nobody can compete with it. Yeah, that's and a even big if one. even if another brand tried to come in to try, it's too late. It's too late making they- houses
2: in their warehouses and everything, do you know how
1: inventory. do you know how long uh, the the U.S. Post Office said it was impossible to do overnight shipping and to ship things that quickly they would say that it was impossible. They said it for decades, impossible, impossible, impossible. Then UPS, FedEx and then Amazon came out, private companies <clears> and showed like this is how it Well, how it's I done. don't
3: know I don't know the numbers on this, but I do know that part of the reason why they could do that is, is again why they're not the most profitable right now is they take a lot of big losses to mm-hmm. win the market share. Sure. You know, so even when they first did that, I am sure and I can I know I've read it somewhere. I just don't remember the numbers like you know when they first started all that stuff, they weren't making a ton of money. You know, they were probably mm. losing, in fact, when they were shipping for such a low price. They're probably having to pay employees and storage and all these it's things. The
1: mo- it's the model, man. It's just they, like the didn't whole- they just raise the, the price of Prime? Yeah. Amazon? Didn't yeah. Amazon Prime yeah. go up in cost? And nobody's going to fucking challenge like it. It's just like what they're doing it. with AI
3: right now. I mean, yeah. they're 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 losing money every single month on the the amount of money they're spending on AI, you know, and building these factories that will just be automated—they're not making money off that. Nobody's paying for that; they're paying out of their own pocket to create that. But once it's operational
2: and running, it's game and over. This, that's and why I mean, Apple—they're going to hit the trillion-dollar cash mark first. Apple, yeah, I can oh. almost guarantee it. Oh, dude, because that's their their only objective—is that? Like, right. it just seems oh. like. They're trying so hard to just get as much cash and squeeze as much it's either, out of it's either as possible. That, it's
3: either that, or we see like Apple get almost there, and then Amazon turn the switch on on so many markets. Like they're trying to move into the space of—I mean—they're getting into like the shipping containers mm-hmm. and over. I mean, they're well mo- oh, the drone deliveries. Yeah, they're fucking with huge markets right now. That uh, if oh all the it- shipping
1: container one. Yeah, the, like that is a H- huge market, and it's so. Wrapped up in red tape and all this yes. bullshit. It's such an antiquated way of mm-hmm. of handling
3: things because it's, there's all these protectionist laws between that, between education, between the the sh- I mean, they so they're getting their hands on all these markets that, regardless if they're making a lot of profits right now, but they're proving that it can be done more efficiently. Once they prove that, and everybody's on board to where it's like a no brainer. Like, why would I not have Amazon and th- and because it includes all these things? Yeah. I get I get Prime shipping, all and this that's sh- just it. Like, yeah. think
1: about it this way. When you want you know, drastic and dramatic changes or innovations, it requires a lot of capital and risk, right? When you're looking at a system that's been around for a long time and you're looking at it and you're, let's say you're a company and you're like, okay, we want to make this system that's been around for 50 years or 30 years, we want to make it far more efficient. How do we do that? Because it's been done this way for so long. We need to spend a lot of money and time figuring that figuring that out. We need to invest a shit ton of capital. Well, if you're throwing a fucking head tax on Amazon's headquarters because you're Seattle and you think you're, you know, whatever, you're taking away money that they're going to, that they would invest in these risky yeah, type growth, of things. growth. Right? And it's their money to do so, which, I, here's why I don't like government investing in that kind of stuff. Like, you're taking my money and you're fucking risking it. Amazon. That's their own goddamn money. Right. Yeah. They're gonna take it and risk it. And if they succeed, they do. and If they fail, they lose their money. Right. When government does it and they fail, they lost my money. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? So right. I nobody like, wins. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. So like, let them, let them, you know, get, let them have that money so that they can figure out and reinvest. People don't realize just how much money goes back into reinvesting a business when you're profiting. I mean, look at our company, our business. Oh, yeah. You know, Mind pump. As we grow, people, you know, might look and be like, oh, they must be paying themselves more and more money. No. No. No, Our, it hardly right changes how much we pay ourselves because right. there's so much more reinvestment into trying to grow and, you know, add more people and, and become more efficient. So, But crazy, dude, 2017, $48 billion in profit yeah. they made. Mm. That is an insane amount. If that's Apple, that yeah, is an Apple. insane amount of cash.
3: The race to a trillion, man. Yeah, man. That
1: is an insane amount. It's kind of exciting,
0: if you ask me, yep. Bring on the bird, Douglas. This quaz brought to you by Organifi. For those days you fall short on getting your organic veggies or whole food nutrition, Organifi fills the gap with laboratory-tested, certified organic superfoods to help give your health and performance the added edge. Try Organifi totally risk-free for 60 days by going to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and use the coupon code Mind Pump for 20% off at checkout. Our first question is from Mitch W. Basketball 15. Why am I feeling pain whilst doing overhead dumbbell tricep extensions where the deltoid originates from the acromium process? Process, yeah. Yeah, I love when people give a detailed question you know, like that. Yeah.
3: So I think you should we should explain what that person is doing and what where they feel pain right now. So they're doing an overhead extension, right, where you have a dumbbell behind. You. Really common, someone will sit like at a 90 degree bench where you're sitting up, right, in like a chair. Mm-hmm. And then they grab a dumbbell and they cup it behind their head and mm-hmm. they do overhead extension. So and that requires really good shoulder mobility mm-hmm. to bring the dumbbell back behind your head and a, and this is very common actually. It's really common that people struggle with. In fact, I've seen a lot of people injure themselves going really heavy Mm -hmm. on tricep extensions behind their head. And it's not because of their triceps or they don't have enough strength. It's because they don't have the shoulder
2: mobility. Well, they're just not raising their arm and pulling it back in that position like ever. Right. Right. They just, they've lost connection there.
1: Now this, this area is where the scapula, the top of the shoulder blade uh, attaches to the, um, the top of the shoulder blade attaches to the collarbone. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's called the uh, it's and it's the acrovi- acromioclavicular joint is probably is where he's feeling this pain. Right. And this is a common area that people will get. Just like the top front of your shoulder. Yeah, so like if you're if you're like if you're AC like joint. Yeah, so if you're t- if you're touching your collarbone and you move it all the way out towards mm-hmm. your shoulder it's like the end of that right. of that particular. That's where I'm
2: like really bony. Kids used to make fun of me right there. Really? Yeah. Did you cry? I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: but that's a, that's a common area to separate. In fact, uh, getting a, a partial separation there, or getting like uh, osteoarthritis or inflammation there, is common. Uh, they call it bench press shoulder. Well, that you know, you I exactly.
3: I I can't remember where I read this, but it it only takes. Uh, of your intensity to pull the shoulder out of its socket. Like, so you... 40%
1: of your strength?
3: Yeah. So, like, if so, you can... Yeah, so you don't even have to be lifting, like, a max load, but if it's out of position... um, And I may not be wording that correctly or saying it right, but the point of it was that it doesn't take very much Mm -hmm. weight or stress for you to dislocate your shoulder or injure it when it's out of position. It's Because it's a multifaceted Mm -hmm. joint, like... Like the hips, it's a very—it's really easy for us to get hurt yeah. if you do not have the right mobility. Yeah, there. You
1: see this—it's a problem. You see heavy benchers with, with yes. where their technique is off. You see this problem a lot in that particular part of the shoulder uh, because it stabilizes the shoulder joint in that horizontal, you know, plane where you're laying on your on your back. It's actually a little easier on that area when you do an incline. Believe it or not, this is the, this is the real magic behind Maps Prime
3: Pro was that we take every major joint in the body and we address it and we make sure that it has, it has the ability to take that that joint through full range of motion. And most people for sure are gonna find several of the joints in their body are not
2: able, they cannot do this. Yeah. And they need to just, just the rotators, like, like having internal external rotation and, and right. How many people can actually, how many can, yeah. How how many people even practice that? And that being such a crucial part to this whole process of being able to stabilize. So it doesn't move off track. Right. So the biggest thing is like you start to get, you know, your your bone gets like a little bit off track now where it starts getting closer and closer to where it becomes that impingement. So mm-hmm. that's, that's where we get that pain yeah. sensation starts to form.
1: This tends to be a dysfunction in the scapula, in the shoulder joint, uh, excuse me, the shoulder blade. So in Prime Pro, we have movements that you can work on for specifically for the shoulder blade, which is part of the whole shoulder structure because a, th- a lot of times we focus on just the shoulder itself or at least the upper arm part of the shoulder, the humerus. But that scapula that your shoulder blade it plays a massive role mm-hmm. in, in the function of your shoulder joint and uh, and, and this in this particular issue probably has more to do with this shoulder blade than
2: it does right proper retraction and depression
1: That's it that's it so so that and that's probably what your problem is I would say okay obviously number one avoid that exercise for now but then focus on bringing the shoulder blades back and down and right. doing exercises that help stabilize that back and down position. Because what's happening, what might be happening is your shoulder blade is elevating or shrugging and rolling forward a little bit or turning out a little bit or maybe even winging a little bit, which will cause problems in that AC joint as you bring your arm you know, over your head. So if you prime properly, you may be able to get in that position without having pain. So one thing that I can recommend that might be uh, it's easier to, to uh, explain over a podcast would be to do some really light rows where well, focus we cr- on- We
3: created the maps red row from this. That's yeah, what that's yeah, yeah, for yeah. Is, is to teach you to retract like that in like in a seated row position, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. retract and then depress the shoulders. And-
1: yeah. So I would say do a, a light row, pull the shoulder blades back and then down. So it's like, you're trying to get your shoulder blades and put them in your back pockets, mm-hmm. focus on that squeeze, hold that squeeze for three seconds, do a few repetitions like that, and then go and do your overhead exercise and place that shoulder in that position and then see if you still feel pain
3: so since we've been started since we started mind pump and this whole fucking phone thing and us sitting down yeah. and, and rounding fo- and i can see my posture rounding forward it has become now Mandatory that before I do bench press, I have to do rows. I have to, I have to do that. Yeah. Oh, really? Because it bothers with, you more now. Even yeah, or else I'll feel, I'll feel that like kind of impingement in my shoulder, oh, and wow. I know right away that it's just. I'm, and once I go do two or three sets of some really good rows where I'm concentrated on retracting, depressing, then I go right back into chest instantly alleviate. Yeah,
2: it. I'll do um, like what we have in Prime Pro. We have these uh, shoulder scap kind of circles where you, you take it through. Oh, that's the best. Oh man, yeah. it, it's so great for priming and getting. Into proper position, you know, when I go to bench, because that was a big problem for me, is I would feel that impingement mm-hmm. start to form just because I would get to a certain sticking point where the load would put enough pressure to where I was like, oh shit, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not stabilizing properly.
1: It's also a common area of injury for football players mm-hmm. because of the when they tackle. Yeah, you mm-hmm. tackle with your shoulder and you get a lot of these AC joint separations. Mm-hmm. I had my AC joint on my left side. I had it resected. I had about uh, maybe three millimeters resected off the end of it because I had I had separated it, just a partial separation in uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And then the doctor said, okay, well, you can stop jiu-jitsu for six months and let yourself heal, or I can give you a cortisone shot so you can keep doing jiu-jitsu, and then we'll see what happens. And so I chose the stupid option
3: and uh, ended up making it much worse, and then I had to get oh, man.
1: shoulder surgery.
3: Now my right one bothers God, can, me a little bit. Can, can you talk about that? Like how? What a bad decision! Get, taking, getting those shots are.
1: Oh man! I mean, I understand if there's like really bad acute inflammation get rid of the pain. To maybe, I hate even saying that. Though. Well, no, because not, not all, because all, everybody, it,
3: everybody who has has it and has pain and it gets the shot. It's yeah. like, oh, if you only knew, it, it's in so much pain yeah. like, you don't want No,
1: it. it's not because I didn't want the. It's not. I'm not saying this because you should get rid of the pain. Although I I, I am empathetic to that as well. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is sometimes you need to get rid of inflammation so that you can do the movements right. that will help that area. But most people don't use them that way. Most yeah. people get the shot and they're like, I'm better. No, yeah. And then they go do whatever I'll they were like, normal or, things. Like everybody. Everybody. Like I
3: don't know a client, yeah. one that I had, that gets, that gets the shots for the pain and that have, would come to me and be like, Yeah, I got the shot. It brought the inflammation down. Now I'm doing my mobility work. I'm doing the exercises to fix this. They're like, oh, I feel great. And they go right back to doing everything that they've been doing, which got them in that situation. They don't even realize it. And then next thing you know, two months down the road, they're in pain again, and they're getting the shot again. And it's just this vicious. Those
1: shots, if you keep using them, will deteriorate your fucking joint in a very very bad way because inflammation. They're does, a shitty band aid. They're not even a good band aid. Yeah. You know? Inflammation is a signal for your body to repair and to heal. And when you zap it out of there with a with a cortisone shot, that joint can start to deteriorate. So you start to you start to see people getting these every single year, and every year things start to get worse, and then they go then they have to get a joint replacement. That's always the follow up. Right. So if you do get one of those shots, use it as a way to help you rehab, not as a way to like oh it's gone. I feel fine now and I've never had, you know, pain. You know, but my pain's gone now, so everything must be better. Here's something that, you know, Dr. Brink taught us a while ago that I thought was absolutely brilliant. He says, you know, when you work on an area uh, and you start to correct, Im- you know, imbalances or work on recruitment patterns and the pain goes away, that doesn't mean that you're done. Right. Because pain is like the last signal. Right. That's, that's when you're like, oh, it's, you're fucked. That's when it's screaming at yeah. you. That's right. It's like you got to keep working past that. Because it, pain is a, is a terrible signal. If, if you just rely on pain, you're going to be in, in a bad situation. Like, oh, I stop until I start to hurt myself. And then I, I feel a little better and I go back and forth. This
3: is also why all of our Prime and Prime Pro tests that we have in there are either pass or fail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not like this isn't a matter of – scale. Yeah, just because you don't have pain in that area doesn't mean there's not work to be done for that joint. So it's like, okay, if you can't do the movement – hundred percent perfectly, then there's work to be done there. And how bad it is is how much work you need to be putting into that. Dude, joint. just
1: just think of it this way. If you're listening right now, think of it this way. Imagine if you were able to just get into any exercise and feel comfortable. And the limiting factor just simply be that maybe your strength, but it has it has nothing to do with mobility, feeling awkward, has nothing to do with like I don't know if I can move it. Imagine if you could just kind of just manipulate your body the way you want within reason, within good control. That's what we're talking about. When you train these types of movements, when you do things like prime, prime pro or FRC, or you focus on mobility, it gives you that ability to just be able to jump into a movement and be able to move in an optimal way. Otherwise you're going to be stuck in this whole, like, you know, where I'm in this situation now because I didn't do this for the, for the, you know, 90% of my training career. Where I have to fucking prime and do everything so much before I train, and that's just where I'm at now. But as I continue to do it, I notice it gets better and better. Like I have to prime less today than I did last month. You know right, what I'm saying? Because right, right. I've been doing it now more consistently.
0: Right. Next question is from Ander Beth. What is better for leaning out, CrossFit or Orange Theory? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: if I had have to, to pick those, if yeah. I okay. If if we consider that both sides have good coaches, because always it's always going to go down with the coach, right? A right. shitty CrossFit coach is not going to be as effective as an excellent Orange Theory coach, and vice versa. So if both coaches are really really good, then I have to say pretty clearly that CrossFit, and because CrossFit utilizes yeah. far more uh, effective movements, it's not, it's it's not it's
2: well they weight train.
1: This is a. <laughs> yeah, thanks, know.
3: Know. Yeah. This is exactly. another top yeah. of the shit pile or tallest midget situation, though. You know, this is like yeah. not the, like I, the worst case scenario. Yeah, this, is, this is not the yeah. ideal situation that I would want. And if you look to me and say, I want to get shredded, I want to lean out. Oh, should I do CrossFit? Should I do Orange Theory? Like, if that's like how you're already thinking, I would already say we're already heading down the wrong path. Like, I think there's. So many other things that need to be addressed that don't even require
2: you to do
1: this circuit
2: training. Well, already it's the wrong mentality. It is. You're trying to lean out by using circuit training. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not it's you, would wrong mut- you would the method. Unless
1: you're in a good place. Like if you're a good place, if you're in a good place, you've got good biomechanics. Now that's a very good point. Same way we recommend hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maps it like no. we even say in there like you need to have some experience. You need to know what you're doing. Not, this is definitely not for a beginner to just lose weight,
3: right? If 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 we if we are taking a person, which by the way would probably fit in the five percentile, that has got great body mechanics, that has got their nutrition lined it, lined up, they've got and they have some experience, they've got they got out. six weeks to go, and they want they have either or orange theory or CrossFit, which one's going to get me the most shredded? CrossFit will, and it cross it's a and it's it's a very clear and cut because. Orange Theory completely eliminated all the Olympic lifts, which I think is smart because they know a majority of the yeah, it's people dangerous.
1: Do yeah. they even use barbells anymore? No, it's no. only dumbbells. Yeah, so only... they don't even do squats and deadlifts. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Deadlifts and squats. Yeah, so that's, it's not even close yeah, that CrossFit close. would
3: trump would trump it as far as because they're gonna you're gonna you can build way more muscle doing CrossFit than you ever will doing Orange Theory. Therefore, it's mm. by far going to benefit you f- as far as the speed of getting leaned out. The problem with that theory is that the reason why orange theory is so successful is because they got rid of all those olympic movements requires less skill because it doesn't require as much skill and most people can't perform there correctly and they're getting hurt and all these other reasons so i think neither one of them are a great option and there's and i think that i mean it's even okay when i'm training someone to get ready for a show including myself cardio is the last thing so burning tons of calories manually is the last thing that I -hmm. go to. I am manipulating your programming and your nutrition to get you to shred as fast as possible without even touching, let's add a bunch more of exercise and movement because I know that that's the least sustainable thing. I know I could teach somebody to resist eating something or to make smarter workout choices Mm -hmm. than I can to add more movement and more time in their
2: day. And just
1: looking at it, it, just look at it as a calorie burn. Right. That's what it tends to, that's what tends to happen. Yes. I need to burn this many calories today. You know, here's a, here's here's the,
2: you're not moving the whole rest of the day, you know, too. Like I, I get into a little bit of a debate with this because I, I prefer to just have people like super active. You know, if you want to go in that direction, like just having an all day, day long, like you're you're active versus like super intense, like one right. window of like Did, an hour. When I when I teach comp- as far as effectiveness, when goes. I teach a competitor,
3: you know, again, I've, uh, you know, I've helped Melissa out, even though I don't see her anymore, like I used to when she's competing, but she's getting ready for another show. And now she'll just every once a week, she'll send me over like, hey, this is what I'm doing, coach, what's going on with and no cardio right now. It's all neat based and mm-hmm. she's 5 weeks out from a show getting lean and shredded right now and the only thing i would say i go okay take your steps now up to 18 to 20,000 a day that's all i want you to do mm-hmm. just move throughout the day walking still not doing and then when we do introduce cardio it'll look like this all right for the next week i want you three times 3 to 5 times after your workout give me 12 to 15 minutes of just hit cardio mm-hmm. just right afterwards 12 15 minutes that's it. but that's you're talking about like an elite athlete that's competing
1: and she's like 5 weeks out from a right. show right and 5 yeah.
3: weeks out from a show you're the average person none of that advice is even i'm not all I'm focusing yeah. is neat from neat, a pure,
1: neat and lifting from mm-hmm. a purely calorie burning perspective okay if you're living in that paradigm of i need to burn this many calories okay forget anything else just from a purely how many calories i burn perspective doesn't fucking matter what you do It really doesn't like if you're, if if all you care about is I need to burn 600 calories right now, then it doesn't matter. So you might as well do some housework or some other shit. That's going to benefit you
2: Yeah, in your backyard.
1: Yeah. That's going to benefit you that versus, you know, running in place, doing burpees or taking a class. Now that being said, there are other things that matter while burning calories. Can I build muscle? Can I improve upon my mobility? Can I improve upon my strength? Can I speed up my metabolism through that process? And the answer is you potentially could, in which case you want to do that. You definitely want to do that. You don't want to just burn calories because you don't need a fucking class to do that. You could literally stand and run in place and f- count the calories that you burn mm-hmm. and boom, voila, you've accomplished your ridiculous objective, which isn't going to really help you that much. Right. Just burning calories is a lot of work and a little bit of return. Mm-hmm. It's, you're, you're trying to dig a ditch with a spoon. Yeah. Like You can do it,
2: you spin your wheel. Yeah,
1: you can go dig a fucking pool with your spoon. Go go try it, but you're going to be there for months, and it's going to be super ineffic- this ineffic- inefficient. This is such a
3: hard conversation to have with a client, too, especially when they, they come to you with a question like this, because I'm sure whoever this is, there's probably something in mind that she's got a Vegas trip. In yeah. four or six weeks on the hustle right right, right. it's yeah. like now it's like holy shit we planned this last Which year do i do I got the, the girl the girls and i are going, to vegas, going to vegas next month it's yeah. pool parties here we come and oh shit i'm not in the shape that i thought i was going to be in this time of the year it's like okay now i got to get after it now and i'm going to ask mind pump what is the fastest <laughs> way for us to get get me in shape there it's like well fuck man okay yeah. well Yeah, you could just start starving the body like crazy, training these high-intensity classes, and in the next four to six weeks, you probably will make the most change that you can in your physique Mm. by doing that. The problem is that as soon as you go party and have a good time and you come back, like you're going to be up
2: shit creek you know, back to square one again.
1: Yeah, right? and you're going to be stuck in that
3: and hamster then,
2: wheel. Oh, yeah. Each time you try and do that again is going to be even harder. But
3: really hard to tell someone that because I'll tell someone that and they're like, I don't care. I,
1: exactly. I don't care. All I care
2: about is this yes, one thing. Yes, I don't right? care. Yeah. So tell me.
3: Bro,
1: I get messages every year from family members. <laughs> every year. Yeah. Every To the point where I got so mad. I think it might have been even my brother where he'll send, and this always happens, like, oh, dude, what if I what's the best way to eat to lose like the most weight in, in three weeks?
0: Yeah. And I'll be like, dude, listen.
1: Okay, I've written you programs, yeah. I've uh, written you meal plans, I've talked to you about nutrition, I've told you how the body works. This is the fifteenth time you've asked me the stupid question <laughs> on how to lose you wanna know how you lose the most weight in three weeks? Here's what you do. Don't eat. You wanna lose weight even faster? Cut your leg off. your fucking the scale will go down like I get so mad with people right. that keep asking me the same fucking question. I'm like, you know what's going to happen next year? Is you going to come back and tell me, ask me again, what's the fastest way? Can you give me some more time? How about you tell me, hey, Sal? What's the best way I can get in shape for next year? Then we'll we'll sit down and talk. But you always gotta come to me
0: yeah, fucking right.
1: three weeks before your event. <laughs> yeah, you're right. and it's like, ah, okay, yeah, I don't know, yeah. cut your carbs, <laughs> eat super low calories, do a lot of cardio. There well, you go. Well,
3: I love the I love the extreme analogy because it's really true. I mean, that's what you're doing. Like if you're asking me, I've only got four to six weeks to work with you and I want to lose the most amount of body fat as possible, well, quite frankly, don't eat for the next six weeks. Uh-uh. I mean, that will do it. And and it's like and people, oh, that's crazy. I'm not gonna do that. Well, well, you're asking me that a would, crazy. That, that's the answer f- to yeah. your stupid. Yeah, question, that is the question. answer to your stupid question. And if you if you think that's crazy, then be just a little less crazy. Maybe yeah. eat every three days from now <laughs> until. The, you know what I'm saying? Like that's really what you're where you're yeah. going with a question like
2: that, where it's, <laughs> it's I a did, dumb mentality, so it deserves a dumb response.
3: It is, and so if again, if I'm ha- trying to help this person, and so first we try to help by explaining that. So hopefully you get the point, but. You know, from this point to whatever it is that you have, because I'm sure this person has a date in mind, whether it be Vegas or a wedding or something that's coming up really soon, and that's why the question came out, yeah. is like you panic. want... Panic! Each, yeah. each week, you want to create more movement, and you... More movement, which will create a caloric deficit somehow. And you don't want to go extreme because if you go really extreme right out the gates, then you're going to see diminishing returns over the second, third, fourth, and fifth week. So, you want to do just enough restriction calorie-wise or create just enough extra movement that you have a nice little 500 to Get a thousand. Get rid of all
1: your furniture. Yeah. You know what, I mean? what? Oh, so you don't you sit just down. Just get rid of all your furniture, right? <laughs> yeah. You That's can't sit easy. down. Yeah. You can't
2: fucking relax. And,
1: and, and, and nutrition is going to play the biggest role. Right. Bottom line. So, you know, CrossFit, Orange Theory, you know, resistance training, running, aerobic, whatever. Your food intake is going to play the biggest role with this. But if you had to pick, if you're forced between the two and they both have really, really good coaches, CrossFit wins. Hands yeah, and down. you have mm-hmm. good mechanics yep, for sure. Yep.
0: Next question is from Ray Lehman. How do you recommend measuring and tracking body composition? What do you think is an ideal healthy body fat percentage for a woman who does not intend to compete but wants to be fit? So I I get this question uh, a lot, and that's why I picked it. Yeah. What's
1: a good body fat percentage? Well,
0: no,
3: first well, of all,
2: testing-wise, like, yeah, is there adra-
3: anything better than the hydrostatic? Well, let's address, let's address that okay. first. So Don't here's a, here's the thing with that, all of them. Uh, I it, it turns into this thing where we, again, like camps. You know, mm-hmm. what is like, oh, you know, the this, this, this skin fold is this the bod is, pod. The, yeah. A, then it's like all these different ways to measure. Decks. And to be honest, m- even the worst one is within about a percent or two of accuracy, even mm-hmm. like your shittiest of scales. Maybe the worst. So probably the worst thing out there is probably some bioelectric impedance, probably some sounds. Walmart fucking yeah. stand on the scale thing. That's right. fucking cheap. Right. But if you've got skin fold, you've got bod pod, you've got the hydrostatic, all those are within like. 0.2% of each other right mm-hmm. so the so what I tell clients is whatever is most convenient for you whether you've got a bod pod nearby you can go get a hydrostatic way you can get skin full done even if you have one of those biopedance ones that like at Nutra shop or that even those are fine you're really using it as a tool a feedback tool for you it is not the fucking end it is not the answer it is not what should be like oh I'm here so that means I'm doing this right no it's like it's just like the scale to me it's just like the what your scale says up or down it is not the end all it does not mean necessarily that good or bad is happening is just a because starting it's, point yeah it is it's a starting point it's a, and it gives you a little bit more feedback that okay i'm at this percent body fat doesn't matter what it reads doesn't even matter if it's that accurate it's that okay i use this tool i woke up at this time i did i did consider you got to be consistent with it whatever tool you use right mm-hmm. i want to do it first thing in the morning i don't i don't want to be i don't want to eat i don't want to drink anything i want to do it right away you know and then from there I now I'm going to apply my theory, which is if I do these exercises mm-hmm. and I eat this way, I should hopefully lose body fat and or build muscle. And then I come back and I check in two to four weeks and I use that and what it says to tell me how close I am to being right. And at the end of the day, I'm never going to be 100% perfect, mm-hmm. but I hopefully, after those two to four weeks, I can look back and see that, hey, it looks like I've lost some body fat. It looks like I've built a little bit of muscle and or... If it's off a little bit, I didn't lose that much body fat and I didn't move the w- in the right way. Now I, I have a, a tool that's giving me feedback that I can go, oh, okay, it looks like I was cutting too many calories. I was cutting so hard that I was equally losing fat and muscle that fast because I was restricting mm. too much. So I'm going to bump my calories a little bit, right? So that's how I'm using the body fat percentage.
1: Yeah. You, it's not the accuracy of the body fat test isn't as important as the consistency of the body fat test. So what I mean by that is body fat tests all vary in terms of their uh, accuracy. So like, you know, uh, hyd- you know, underwater weighing is the most accurate in terms of measuring the closest to what your actual body fat percentage uh, is. So that's going to be the most accurate. But what you really want, what you should really care about is how consistent are the readings. And what I mean by that is, for example, bioelectric impedance, where you put your hands on the handles and it sends a electric you know, wave or whatever through your body. And then that will calculate how much body fat you have. The problem with that one is it's not super consistent. Like I could test my body fat right now. Then I could go hydrate the shit out of myself with water and carbs, mm-hmm. test it again, and my body fat will have changed. So it's inconsistent. And so that's what you don't want. You don't want inconsistency. What you want is something that's going to give you the same reading, you know, now and it will, you know, ten minutes from now, even if my body position is different or whatever.
2: Yeah, you have to standardize it. That's you, it. You have to have a, a process where I'm not eating and I'm doing it first thing in the morning. You know, I have it scheduled. It's the same exact uh, routine ritual that you duplicate the next time you go right. to test. Right. Otherwise, so- you, there's the, all those variables will skew your results. Right.
1: So you want it to be consistent. So that you can measure it on a weekly basis, and see what the trend is. Because if it's an inconsistent method of body fat testing, well, then it's tough. Because if 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 it's off by a percent, you don't know if you gained it's fat the or lost same, fat. It's the
3: same way that I use my Fitbit right now. Mm-hmm. Like you could, someone could say, "Oh, the Apple Watch is more accurate to the stride. It's 02 percent closer to the average." Yeah, as long low. as it's
1: consistent, nobody it doesn't cares. matter. It yeah, doesn't no.
3: matter to me which tool is. more accurate than the other one. Like, that doesn't fucking matter to me. I'm using it as feedback for me. If I'm using the same tool all the time,
2: it's consistent. That's unless, all I care that's about. That's my unless point. Get, unless you get fuel points, then you're like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> way to go, Nike. Yeah, way to yeah. go, Nike Drop? What the hell is fuel that, points? That just went away, too. It, it just died. It yeah, died completely it super cool and just total, totally useless.
3: Yeah. yeah, all you want is the tool to be consistent. The tool's consistent. That's fine. And then you use that as yeah. as, as, as the feedback.
1: Now, as far as like what body fat percentage you want to aim for, well, if you're a woman, you definitely don't want to be above 30% body fat. Is it a competitor asking a yeah. question? What did it say? No, just Not, a normal. No, Person oh. and if you're a man, you definitely don't want to be above 20% body fat. Now, the, why why those numbers? Why 20 for a man and why 30 for a woman? Well, two things. First off, women naturally have a higher percentage of their body weight be body fat. So, a a man that's at 10% body fat and it, it, for a woman to have the equivalent. You know, rate of leanness. She's probably going to be around fifteen percent or sixteen percent or something like that. So, women are always going to measure higher. But why did I come up with twenty and thirty percent? There is some literature that suggests that when a man goes above twenty percent body fat, for example, that the negative health associations that come with body fat start to dramatically increase. So, in other words, he could be fit, he could be very healthy, but the mere fact that his body fat now is above twenty percent and climbing. That will now start to give him negative health effects, and for a woman, that number is thirty percent. So, because there is a, you can have some, you can have a man who's ten percent, and you can have another man that's seventeen percent, and both of them can be extremely healthy, even though one has a lot more body fat. Right, right. You know, they could have healthy diets, they could have good activity. You know, everything is good. So, you know, as far as that concerned, it doesn't make a, a you know a huge difference. Um, but when it comes to um, above 20% for a man, now you start to see negative uh, health effects. And for a woman above 30%, you start to see those negative uh, health effects. Now, as far as what women are typically seeking, because the question is, where should I be? Right. Most women I've trained are happy in the low 20s. Most women are very happy at 20%. And most women are extremely happy in the high teens for body fat. Yeah. So I would say probably 18 to... is probably a range where most of my clients have been like, that's where I like to
3: be. uh, Most of my personal female personal trainers that work for me, you know, like a good fit personal trainer was 16 to 18% body fat for a female. Yeah, a fit personal trainer. Exactly. Yeah, a fit personal trainer is walking around around 16, 18% for a female, and uh, for a guy is probably walking around 10 to 12%, you know, so that's kind of what the. You know, if you're looking at a personal trainer as yeah. like, and a for stand- a guy, and I know there's obviously a bunch of trainers out there that look terrible, but that gives you give you an example of, you know, what a fit personal yeah. trainer. And then for a
1: guy, trainers. it's probably like, I know for most men, a six pack appears right around ten percent. So you know, give or take a percent, depending on your, your how developed your abs are. I know my abs didn't show up at about until I got about eight percent, but then when I started to build my abs, now they show at you know ten or eleven percent. Right. So there's that range there, but for. And-
3: yeah, and that's and that's gonna you know that's something too. Like when we get another reason why I don't get caught up in the percentages, man. You know, a lot of competitors that I compete with don't even pay attention
1: to. Why body would fat. you care?s Nobody cares what your body fat yeah, percentage is when you're on because stage. Because certain
3: people, hold nobody fat. cares in real life either. Yeah, yeah, yeah they right. <laughs> it just yeah, go with how you look. No, yeah, that's, ex- that's it. Not, it was it was. I was one of the few bodybuilders that actually used like the dunk tank and things like that. And again, yeah. I was using it as a tool. Like I used it because feedback. yeah, feedback. I was constantly manipulating things in my program, manipulating things in my diet, and going like, okay, I think. If I restrict this much, I should just carve off body fat if I do this correctly. And then I would get the tool, use the feedback and go like, oh, good. I was right on point. Or, oh, shit, that was too much. I cut too hard. I need to add more calories. Or I didn't cut hard enough, right? So I think learning to use it like that, not getting caught up in a percentage or a number because I've seen many bodies at the same percentage look completely different. Yeah, and some yeah. people some people have fatty organs, some mm-hmm. people have their, oh, yeah. their organs are a lot because their diet. This is like skinny fat people. Mm-hmm. You've seen this a lot, right? Oh, yeah. Where you have mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't look like they're fat, but they test really, really high because their organs are really fat. Yeah. And It's mu- much of the time. Well, they've bad.
1: got that visceral body fat. You'll right. see this in men. You'll see this in women sometimes too where sometimes you have a female client who's just obviously doesn't lead a good a healthy lifestyle, maybe high cortisol, uh, food intolerances, and she'll store body fat more like a man. You'll see more of this. Midsection body fat, and she'll get her legs will get skinny. Everything else will get skinny in her midsection. In which case, you know, changing the lifestyle to make it more healthy, and that's simply just eating less calories and burning more calories. Right, right. But I would say for for a guy, you know, twelve to fifteen percent is probably you know where most men would be happy, the average guy. And for a woman, I'd say anywhere between nineteen to like twenty three percent or something like that is probably. And and you know, some women like to be even in the mid twenties, especially if you're a woman that likes to be more voluptuous and curvy. Like you can be 25% body fat and, and look hella good. if you're healthy yeah. and you're fit and you have good, the way you store body I fat re- represents that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. goes to the right areas. Right? Yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, look, a lot of people, believe it or not, uh, don't realize that we all have our own independent social media pages. Say why. That's right. Each of us have different information on each of these pages. Uh, you can go on Justin's page or Adam's page or my page, see what we're up to, see what we're talking about. If we're posting any studies. Any fitness stuff, funny stuff, whatever, you can find us all on Instagram. My page is Mind Pump Sal, Justin is Mind Pump Justin, and Adam is Mind Pump Adam. Thank
0: you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. The RGB Super Bundle includes Maps Anabolic, Maps Performance, and Maps Aesthetic.